welcome to the Quality Christian Living Podcast. I am your host, David Friend. We're continuing our series on business. We're going to talk today specifically about how to receive profits and prosperity in our business. This podcast, I believe, will help us discover through seven steps why we can have prosperity in our business and how to have that happen. We can learn about the differences between profit and prosperity, and we can experience the prosperity that God desires for all of his followers. So with that, we need to get into it, but first we need to pray. So I just pray now that the Holy Spirit will move in a special way. Heavenly Father, thank you for this podcast, for this opportunity, and for those who are listening in today. I pray now that you would bless this, that you would anoint it, and that your Spirit would come in and guide my thoughts, my comments, the words that I speak. And as we read these scriptures that you put up on my heart, may they reach down and touch the hearts of those who are listening in. I pray for those, Lord, who are confused about why their business isn't making enough money. I pray that they would understand, Lord, that spiritual prosperity is key to financial prosperity. And I pray that you You'll bring that out in a strong way. Holy Spirit, do what only you can do. Take charge, take control, lead me through this podcast and help me to speak to these people who are tuned in for a particular reason and I'll give you praise for it. I expect something special is going to take place this day and I'll be careful now to give you the praise for it. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. First of all, As I get into this particular podcast, I want you to understand this is not a basic prosperity message. However, it's a message that helps us to understand that God does want his people to prosper. His word is filled with examples of that. But when I talk about prosperity, I want to preface that statement with spiritual prosperity is the key to business prosperity. So let's get into this. Let's start off by defining the difference between profits in a business, that's financial profits, and prosperity. Simply stated, a profit is the results of selling something for more than it cost us to purchase it. An example, if we buy a car for $5,000 and we sell it for $10,000, then we made a profit of $5,000, right? I know that's simple math, but that's kind of the basics of what a profit is. There's a few other things that go into it. We won't get into that right now. Now, let's look at a definition of prosperity. I believe that prosperity, that's spiritual prosperity leading to financial prosperity, encompasses much more than a profit. A profit is good. Now, when I say a profit, I'm talking about financial profit, P-R-O-F-I-T. But prosperity is much more than that. It's abundance. It's an overcoming life. It's flourishing in the Word of God and flourishing in our relationship with God. It's a quality of life that only the Word of God and the Holy Spirit can bring to us and only to those who are followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, in business, a profit is something with a temporal blessing. You have a business, you run it according to your plan, you make a profit from the sales that you've had after expense, you know, deducting all your costs and expenses to run that business, and then you have something called a financial profit. And it is something that is temporal. It's something that you get for right now, you need it, and with that you use those funds in any way that you choose. However, prosperity, beginning with spiritual prosperity, is something totally different than that. Prosperity can be eternal. I'm not talking about financial prosperity can be eternal. But when you think about it, maybe there's a way that financial prosperity can be eternal. What if we donate money to a missionary who then goes to another country and he leads thousands of people to Jesus? That's an investment in eternity. So maybe prosperity has a little bit of an eternal reference to it. Now here's an example of what I'm referring to in prosperity. In 3 John 
verses 1 and 2 in the New American Standard Bible. Listen to this. This is one of my favorite scriptures. You'll hear it at the end of almost every single podcast that I ever do. And it says this, I pray that in all respects you may prosper and be in good health just as your soul prospers. Now, what John is talking about here is he says that in all respects, that means everything that we do, he's praying that God will bless us and that we will prosper, okay? And be in good health. He's adding that into that. Just as your soul prospers. When that's all taking place, we're on the road to financial prosperity. But first of all, we get spiritual prosperity to lead us to financial prosperity. I got to keep saying that because I don't want people to turn me off thinking I'm just preaching a prosperity message of just get rich quick. And that's not what I'm talking about here. Here's another scripture I think that has a lot to do with how God wants to bless us and how prosperity can enter into our life. In Proverbs chapter 28 and verse 25, in the New Living Translation, it says this, greed causes fighting. Trusting the Lord leads to prosperity. Now, I did a whole podcast once dealing with greed, and I I wrote a book that had a lot to do with greed because I'm trying to warn people that greed is a very dangerous thing in our business. Matter of fact, it's a dangerous thing in every aspect of our life. There's a lot of people who've gone to prison because of greed. There's a lot of people who've had to file bankruptcy because of greed. I could go on and on and tell you stories about greed, but this podcast is not all about greed. But the Bible does say this, avoid every form of greed. And here it says in Proverbs 28, 25, greed causes fighting. Okay, it causes disagreements, what it's saying. It causes arguments. It causes division. But it says trusting the Lord leads to prosperity. There's that word that some people have a problem with. How about, let's go to another scripture found in Proverbs chapter 21 and verse 5 in the New Living Translation. Good planning and hard work lead to prosperity. And boy, there's that's just wonderful. That's a good solid, solid statement for business and for life. Good planning, because the Word tells us that we're supposed to plan our ways and then God will direct our steps. If we allow Him to, if we surrender to Him and we are obedient to Him and leave by His guidance and direction through His Word and the Holy Spirit, good planning and hard work. We can never give up on hard work. A lot of people say, well, you're a lucky person. Well, I like to counter with, no, I'm not lucky at all. I'm blessed. And some people, they keep pushing that idea of luck, luck, luck. Well, luck has nothing to do with a Christian's blessing. Christians are blessed because they love the Lord. God wants to bless them, but they plan, they have hard work, and it says here it leads to prosperity. Now, that prosperity may not just be money. That prosperity may be every area of our life. It may be good health. It may be prosperity in a good family, in a great marriage, in a good relationship at our church with friends and people. And prosperity can flow over to many areas of our life, but it also has something to do with our financial blessings that we have, and God wants us to prosper financially. I believe that. Some people will say, no, that's not true. I believe he wants us to prosper because his word speaks so often about that. Now, as a banker, and I go back, some of you may not know that for many, many years, I was a banker. I put about 16 years in as a banker, and I financed a lot of big companies, gained a wonderful amount of experience. When I first became a banker, I was not saved, and my career wasn't doing real well. I was just kind of getting by, but then I found Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, and I had a whole new purpose for life, a whole new reason even to live, a whole new reason to be married and have our children and raise these children. And I changed and my career just took off. God blessed it. And my, I honestly, it was amazing how fast I went from being just a small operations officer in a branch. And at the end of that time, the Lord had blessed me to where the bank made me the retail banking director of marketing, if you will, over 163 branches in the state of Arizona. And that was quite a career. And I was only 35 years of age when that happened. So 
So so I believe that as a banker, and I'm not, I'm not boasting or bragging, I'm just trying to get some credibility here to get you to understand that, yes, I pastored a church for 20 years, but prior to that, I had a real estate development company that lasted about 20 years. And then prior to that, I had a banking career that lasted 16 years. Now, I know you're adding up the numbers, you know, let's see, 20 and 20 is 40, and so that's 50. The man's been working for 50 years. He's got to be an old guy. Well, I don't know if you call me old or not, but I've got as much energy right now as I had when I was 40 or 50 years of age. And I believe that God has a lot more in store for the things that I'm supposed to do. But my background, I think, is important for you to understand to give me a little credibility as to why I'm speaking about profits and prosperity and business when many think that my only background was as a banker. But as a banker, my customers would ask me a lot of questions. They'd ask me to loan the money so they could do what? Make a profit. They wanted to have a business that was profitable. And I wanted them to make a profit because if they made a profit, they were going to pay me back for the loans that I made for them. And they would continue to borrow more and pay me back and bank with me. And we had a great relationship. They won in their banking relationship with me and I won in my banking relationship with them. Now, as a pastor, members of our church would come to me and they wanted to have prosperity in their life and in their business. And I always told them first, prosperity is a wonderful thing, but you've got to be sure that you're looking at spiritual prosperity first before you decide to try and chase financial prosperity. So they wanted to prosper in their life and their in their businesses. And I would spend a lot of time trying to help them. I used to do little mini conferences at the church, like on a Friday night and a Saturday morning and talk to them how to handle their finances and how to purchase a home maybe and, and sell the home and buy another home and maybe have some rental properties. And I would try to help them in their businesses to give them good scriptural background as to how God wants to bless them. So I've been blessed to have an opportunity to speak to many, many people over the years. And please forgive me, I'm not boasting, but I've had an opportunity to speak to literally tens of thousands of people in the area of prosperity, financially, businesses, and their spiritual prosperity, dealing with podcasting in the old days when we did cassette tapes, that people would purchase those and pass them through their church and train people in their church with those tapes. So I'm not boasting, please, don't you think I am, but you need to understand that the Lord has put this on my heart because normally in quality Christian living, I talk about subjects like faith and finances. I talk about spiritual health. I talk about the fruit of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit. I talk about the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. I talk about things dealing with spiritual prosperity, yes, but not in the area of business. And I talk about faith to, to see miracles take place in your life and a plethora of topics that we talk about. And it's only been one time now that I've spent a series of messages dealing with business. But I want you to understand the Lord has called me to do this. And I've had literally hundreds of people ask me, when are you going to do a series on business? And so here we are, we're in the middle of it and we'll continue into it until the Lord tells me to do something different. Now, as a business owner, I work to make a profit just like any other business wants to do. But as a Christian business owner, I knew prosperity would include a profit and far much more than that, a financial profit it would give me, but it would also provide for me an opportunity to have spiritual and financial prosperity in my life. So I'm giving you three examples. As a banker, as a pastor, and as a businessman, I've seen the Lord faithful to help people understand that they can have a profit in their business, and that's a good thing, and that they can have financial prosperity in their business as well. Since we're on this topic of profit, that's a financial profit, I think it's important that I state a little bit more about what a profit really is. It's something that's temporal. You know, it's here
here for today. It's great. In many cases, it's here today and gone tomorrow, but that can be okay. A prophet can be here today and bless you in your business and whatever you're working in. And you can take that money and give some of it to the church. You can bless your family. You can make a payment down on a house or something, or you can be purchasing a house with those profits, whatever it might be. But I consider those temporal because they don't go into eternity. All right. Now we can split hairs a little bit and talk about that, but let's just say as a general statement that a financial prospect profit in a business is really more of a temporal thing. But prosperity, especially prefaced with spiritual prosperity, so prosperity in a business can last a lifetime and it can then move into eternity. You say, oh, now, pastor, you've gone overboard now. You've lost it. You know, you're now talking about eternal things and talking about money. No, I'm not talking about money being eternal. But what I'm saying is when a person is blessed financially and they make a profit in a business and that profit then takes care of their needs and there's excessive amounts that they can move into a long-term pledge or benefit to help someone else, those profits are then prosperity because they can bless someone for eternity. Let's say that you meet someone living on the street and they're having a difficult time and you want to buy it. So you say, I'm going to buy them a meal, get them new clothing. I'm going to put them in an apartment. Or I'm going to get them a hotel for a few nights. I'm going to help them out and help them out and let them know that Jesus loves them. And so because you've been blessed in your business and you're prospering financially, you have the funds to do that. So you help this person, you pour finances to them into their life and help them and encourage them, make sure they get to church. You take them to church. They get saved. They're born into the kingdom. I believe we've made an internal, eternal investment in that person and that blessing or that prosperity blessing will go into eternity when that person is a follower of Jesus Christ and then spends eternity with you. Now think about that. Think about the fact that a financial blessing, when we make money, we can put it into eternal things or we can put it into temporal things. If we put it into temporal things, we might buy a car that will de- you know, decrease in value because that's what cars usually do. We can buy a house that maybe increases in value because that's usually what they do. But nonetheless, we're spending the money that we have, whether it be profits in a business or an income that we get from a company we're working for. But we take those dollars and we either make them temporal or we can make them kind of eternal. I know I have to be careful here because some of you are going to get angry with me and think I'm crazy, that I'm a false prophet. And I, and I don't mean P-R-O-F-I-T, that I'm I'm teaching the wrong thing. I'm not teaching the wrong thing because we can take a financial blessing and invest it into something eternal if we lead someone to Jesus, if we help pay money into a place that's blessing people off the street or to children who are orphans and we help sponsoring them so that they can grow up and come to know Jesus Christ and then they spend time in eternity. You know, we can invest, quite frankly, our finances in eternal things. When we build a church, I believe that's eternal because lives will be changed. When we invest in missionaries and those types of things, I believe that's eternal because lives will be changed. So I'm going to get off that right now, but I think it's so important that we understand when I'm talking about prosperity and I'm talking about eternity, that they can go into eternity. You need to understand what on what premise I'm talking about that. Now that this the whole conversation I'm having with you, this does not mean that profits are bad. I don't want you to think that profits are bad just because we spend them, but the goal of a profit in business must be to have an eternal purpose. Think of that. I'm saying right now that a profit in business, and a profit means it takes care of all your needs are being met, you pay yourself a salary, you do what you want to do, but now you have excess funds or profit, you can turn them into something as an eternal blessing. And I believe that that profits in business above meeting our needs, they can have an eternal purpose and they can bless people into eternity. Profits need purpose. Let me say that again. Profits need purpose. And I believe that prosperity 
spiritual prosperity has purpose. I hope you caught that because I think that's a crucial part of this podcast today to understand the difference between profits and prosperity. Now, let me, let me give you a thought about profits. Every secular business that I know of has a goal to make a profit. Well, I hope so because if they don't have a goal to make a profit, they're not going to be a business very long. When I worked in banking, we were pushed to make a profit in everything that we did. I mean, it was just profit, profit, profit. Matter of fact, it got to the point where I thought they were sacrificing service to their customers to make a profit. I would try to get a teller to help our customers and get more and more of these tellers, the bank tellers, to help. And the bank wanted me to have less tellers to take care of the needs so it would help their what? Profit, their bottom line. And I never really quite agreed with that. I felt that we could go into making a little less profit and give better service to our customers. All right. When the bank makes a car loan, they do it for what? To make a profit. They want to make a profit off of the loan that they make. They want you to keep your car. They don't want your car. They don't want to repossess your car. They want you to pay your loan because their profit is not made in a repossessed car. They usually lose money on that. Their profit is when they make an interest profit on what it costs them to get money and to loan it out to you. Just a real quick premise on banking. Some of you may be bored with this, but you have to, you know, just kind of let me go through this for a second. When a bank loans you money. They're taking money that they took from other customers because in the form of deposits. And they take that money and some of those deposits they don't have to pay anything for. Others they have to pay interest for to get those deposits. And they loan that out at a higher rate. Their profit is the difference between what they pay for the money that they lend out and what they charge for the money that they lend out. It's also the same thing with home loans. They make home loans not because they're good people and they want you to have a nice home. No, they make home loans. They want you to make the payments. They don't want your loan, your, your home back. They want you to make the payments and they make a profit based upon the interest that they charge on your home loan. They, they make credit cards in order to make a profit. Now, I've moved into something now that I could talk for a whole podcast on, and that is the proper use or improper use of credit cards. I personally believe there's nothing wrong with credit cards if we use them properly, but that's another topic for another day. They use credit cards to make money. They pay maybe no money or hardly any money to get the money they need to lend out through their credit cards and they charge people exorbitant rates of interest. Today, it's it can be as high as 25 or 26 or 8, 28% interest on your credit card usage and they encourage you to spend money. So what? They can make money. They encourage you to get out there and spend as much money as you can on your credit cards and get these great big balances that you cannot afford to pay off and you'll have to pay it off in monthly payments at a rate of 22 or 25 or 28 percent interest and that's a profit center so because of that that may not be bad but it's bad if we have a lot of credit card debt but it means that that the bank is in this for a profit to make a car loan to make a home loan to make a credit card loan whatever they're into they want to make a profit and there's nothing wrong with the bank making a profit and there's nothing wrong with you making a profit in your business the bank's motive is not eternal their bank's motive, unless they're Christian-owned and Christian-operated and they dedicate some of their profits to the work of the Lord. I should say something here about that. I'm, I'm kind of digressing a little bit, but I, I think I need to include this in this particular podcast. Matter of fact, as I'm speaking this podcast today, I, I can tell you right now, I'm only going to get through half of what I had planned for this podcast, so I'll have to follow up with the next podcast dealing with a, a different part of profits and, and prosperity, and I'll mention that here at the end of this podcast. But, but let me just make a statement about a business making a profit and whether those profits go into temporal or or eternal uses. There's a lot of businesses today who are Christian-owned and they have a wonderful policy that is that a certain percentage of everything that they make is contributed to help other people. 
There's a coffee shop down the street here. It's a big coffee shop. I won't give their name, but every time I go in there to buy a coffee, it seems like every other time I'm there, they've got to, they got to have cause going. Like today, we're going to give all of our profits to youth groups in the city of Phoenix and help the youth groups out. The next time they might say, we're going to send all of our money to feed the hungry in a certain you know part of the country. And they have all these wonderful things that they do. And every time that happens, they'll announce, well, we raised our profits. We gave so much money in profits, you know, millions of dollars that we gave last year to help other people and to help churches and to help outreach groups. I think it's phenomenal. It's wonderful. And that's where a business can turn a profit into something that's going to bless for eternity. And that's wonderful. But I think it's important you understand that if you have a business, remember God gave you that business. He put that desire in your heart and in your mind. He wants you to be successful. And when that happens, you have to have a plan for your profits. Remember I said earlier, profits need purpose. So if you're going to make a profit, there needs to be a reason for that profit. Because if there's no reason for that profit you're probably not going to spend the profit in a proper way. I think I've got too many P's going here, profit and proper way and purpose. But nonetheless, I know what you know what I'm talking about. So the bank understands that profits are good and they want to make, they want to make a profit. I'm going back to them now. Uh, but they also realize that they would never re- realize or materialize these profits unless they provided good service to their customers. So therefore, all profits, they have a purpose, must include a plan to increase the number of customers that they need and maintain or keep the customers that they had to try and get more by giving better service. Now, in your business, never forget to provide good service and that will help you with customer retention. Profit will come when we provide the service that we need to have for our customers. So I know I've covered a lot there and you might want to listen through this podcast again to catch it, but I had not planned on carrying all this out to go through the entire podcast, but I'm quickly running out of time for this particular podcast. So we're going to move on as we get into the next podcast and we're going to cover something in you know in the upcoming podcast that's that's going to help you understand the the significance of the proper use of profits and prosperity. I'm sorry that I mentioned in the beginning of this, I think that I was going to have seven steps. I know I did seven steps to prosperity in your business, but I'm going to have to hold those seven steps to prosperity for the next podcast. Probably will entitle it that. Those steps will also refer to profits in business and be a very, very important part of how you operate your business and the purpose that you've set out to make a profit. So with that, I'm just going to pray for those people who are listening in today. And forgive me if you've tuned in to hear this entire message in this one podcast, but I did ask the Holy Spirit at the very beginning of this to take me in the direction that he should go. And I believe the Holy Spirit has led us in an area to help us to understand the significance of profits and that they need to have a purpose and there's nothing wrong with prosperity as long as it's prefaced by spiritual growth or spiritual prosperity. So let me pray for you right now and that the Lord will bless you and help you in your endeavor to have a profit and to have prosperity in your business. Heavenly Father, I pray a blessing would come down upon those who are listening in. And Lord, I ask, Lord, that you would bless them and that their business would gain in profitability and that they would prosper. And I pray, Lord, that everyone that's listening in would be able to grow, Father, and learn as I have, Lord, and continue to from the scriptures that you've given me today. But you said in 3 John 1, 2 that I read earlier, I pray that in all respects you may prosper and be in good health just as your soul prospers. Father, I pray that now for all of those who are listening in. I pray that they would grow and prosper in all respects, Father, and that, Lord, that they would have good health, Lord, and that their soul would prosper. Father, bless them. Those who are new in business, 
maybe this is the beginning of a business or they're thinking of starting a business, I pray that they would take this message to heart and understand they've got to have a plan for their business, a reason to have a business, a purpose for the business. And when they make a profit, Lord, that they'll understand that there's a purpose for that profit. And there's a reason, Father God, that you help them to think about and imagine and get into a business. And Lord, that their steps, Lord, will be led of you, that they'll seek your face. They'll seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all these things will be added unto them. I thank you once again for this podcast, for the time that we've had. I pray that you would bless those who are listening in, and I pray that they would prosper, Father. And I'll give you all the praise for it. Now, in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, I hope that this podcast has been a blessing to you. I hope it's given you some help and direction in the area of understanding profit and profitability. Now, if you'll continue to listen in in my following podcast, I'm going to call it Seven Steps to Prosperity and Profit. And we're going to see how that will tie into this message. And I believe the two of them go together. I believe the Holy Spirit gave me some extended direction as we were going through this particular podcast today. And I pray that uh, you will tune in in the upcoming podcast. And I believe it'll be a blessing to you. Matter of fact, this might be a good time for you to think about talking to those people who are struggling in their business. Maybe their finances are not where they should be. Maybe they're struggling with deciding whether they're going to even keep their business or not, or whether they should even go into business. But I'm sure that we all know people who have a desire or a thought about being in business. And that's the reason that we're doing this series. And I believe that's the reason the Lord has directed me in the way that he has to address not only new people in business or those who currently have businesses that like this, that they'd like to see some direction based upon God's word. So I pray that you would contact those people. If you'd like to know more about quality Christian living and know what we talk about, I'd like you to go to my webpage. It's in, you can find it at davidcfriendauthor.com. And when you pull that webpage up right on the front, you'll notice right in the middle of it, there's a link there to my podcast. And if you click that link, you'll find a reference to some 218, 219 podcasts that are on there with an extensive list of topics that we've covered all the way from spiritual growth to faith and miracles and spiritual prosperity. I've talked about prosperity for us as individuals and not in not really in the realm of business until this series came along. But there's a number of references in those podcasts that'll help you, I believe, with your walk with God because Quality Christian Living is the name of our podcast. And my desire and my my calling, I believe, in doing this podcast is to help people understand that they can live a quality life. They can live the abundant life, the overcoming life. And in those podcast, you'll also see references to faith. There's a long series on faith for miracles, a series that helped me through my need for miracles, because in case you have not don't know about it, you maybe you're new uh, listening into these podcasts, the Lord has healed me on three different occasions where I was given life-threatening terminal diagnosis of diseases. Once, when I was 25 years of age, when I had kidneys that were terminal, and the doctor said there's no way that they'll come back around, and the Lord healed them, restored them, and that was a long time ago when I was 25 years old. And then after that, I wound up with kidney cancer and they had to remove the cancer from my body. And then right after that, I was diagnosed with multiple myeloma bone marrow cancer and the Lord healed that. So with all these things taking place, I felt that I need to share those thoughts and faith for miracles. So those are topics I hope would be a blessing to you. I don't want to keep going on because I plan
plan to do a new series on faith in the next coming months, as we'll get into that. In addition to that, while you're on my webpage, you can scroll down a little bit and you'll see a reference to a number of books that I've written. I've got, I believe, five of them right now that's on Amazon. One has to do with experiencing the joy of debt-free living. Another one has to do with, with faith by calling forth those things that are not as though that they are. Another has to do with generosity and what's in it for us when we are generous people. In addition to that, there's books there for veterans dealing with the challenges of PTSD and Agent Orange and all those things happen. I happen to be a veteran from Vietnam and many of you may not know that, but I served there a long time ago and 50 years later I was diagnosed with multiple myeloma bone marrow cancer and told I had six months to live. Well, that was seven years ago when they told me that was the case. So I thank God for his touch. In addition to that, if you would like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do that by going to cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. Well, I hope that you've enjoyed this today and I have thoroughly enjoyed it because I believe the Holy Spirit intervened in this and just gave me some new direction, some new guidance. And now he's given me direction for the next upcoming podcast where we're going to talk about those individual steps to prosper. Now, in closing, it's very important that when you tell people about there's a guy talking about prosperity in business, it's important that you tell them that I'm not a name and claimant guy where you just say, I want a lot of money, Lord, and then millions of dollars come in. No, I'm not that kind of person. I pastored a church for 20 years. And during that period of time, I taught often about how God wants to bless his people and he wants us to prosper in all things. So with that, I pray that you have been blessed by this teaching and I'm going to close with this thought. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. Now listen to this one. This is what I close with every single podcast. May you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. So until next time, I pray that the Lord will bless you. May he richly bless you. May he give you the desires of your heart. And as you draw closer to God, that he's gonna draw closer to you. And I thank you for listening in and I'll give you all, give God all, the glory and praise for what he's done today and i pray that you've been blessed by it thank you once again for listening to quality christian living may god richly bless you this was podcast number 219